Welcome to episode 2 of Monday Munchies. On these episodes, you will be sitting shotgun at my adventures of exploring restaurants in the past few weeks. I'm not a certified food critic, but I do love to eat, and some would even say I have a certain set of skills. <laughs> I'm not sure Lazar, but I know I'm definitely not a Yelper like a majority of the South Park, Colorado inhabitants. But I do love trying new restaurants and food, so do please enjoy. Our first stop was at Cafe Hollander in Wauwatosa. Cafe Hollander is known for its Belgian beers and comfort food. It's a bi-level European cafe, which is decorated with vintage bikes. Very, very fun restaurant. Uh, tons of beers there. We actually just went there for brunch, so it was actually absolutely phenomenal food. Very excited about going there. It was When we got there, it was about a 45-minute wait, but you know it's brunch season in downtown Tosa, so what can you expect? What I actually got was the uh, quiche Lorraine, and this was like um, a quiche put together with like a few eggs, onions, applewood smoked bacon, Swiss chard, and gruyere with a light and flaky crust. Mmm, delicious. It was actually topped off with some hollandaise sauce, and I actually got a side order of the Hollander potatoes instead of a side salad. Yes, I'm trying to eat better, eat green, things of that nature, but, you know, it's brunch, want to go all out, and just had to get something for signature holiday potatoes from the Cafe Hollander. My friend who was with me actually decided to go with the Cafe Hollander burrito, and so essentially it was a chorizo scrambler burrito. This was uh, scrambled eggs, chorizo, chile rojo, cheddar cheese, Hollander potatoes, sweet corn, and green tomato pico de gallo. This was all wrapped in a jalapeno cheddar tortilla with sriracha and sour cream. I was actually to decide between those two things, but I didn't feel like going into a food coma after eating the burrito and after a nice evening of having a few drinks with the friends, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> the food was great, the atmosphere was great, just uh, one bad part to the experience. When we got there, like I mentioned, it was about well, 45 minute wait. So we were outside waiting and we checked in. They said, hey, we'll like jot down your phone number and then we'll text you when your table is ready. So about uh, 40 minutes after that, we actually went back inside just to kind of check the status. And they uh, looked at the screen for a couple seconds and then told us they had texted us both 10 and 20 minutes previously. No, excuse me. What they did say was they had texted us about 40 minutes ago. And it's like, well, right when we walked in, like, oh, no, no, no. So then they said 10 or 20 minutes ago. I was like, okay, you guys are just lying. You definitely missed us. So I don't know how it is with the whatever system we're using, but I would highly recommend them choosing a new one. Definitely put a little damper on this scenario. Yeah, we had somewhere to be, but the food was great, so I definitely recommend going back again. Next up, we have Gayo Kuku. Japanese barbecue. This was actually phenomenal. Uh, a friend of mine actually came into town from Milwaukee to take care of a couple of things at the Korean consulate, and so we wanted to go somewhere that had uh, Asian-style barbecue. We were looking for a Korean place, but Gayakaku was actually a good enough Japanese. It was close enough to Korean that we actually had a ton of fun. So we went all out and got the samurai dinner platter. And yeah, it wasn't just a dish or two. It was a handful of things thrown together. For starters, we actually got the spicy tuna volcano 
salad, the gaku salad, the miso soup, and sukai bibimbap. Just absolutely phenomenal starters. To bring them out for you, you're just going to have a couple of them tasty, very, very well done. Then they turn on the oven and you start the grill and you start cooking away. So with the samurai platter, we got some premium ribeye steak, kalbi short rib sweet soy sauce flavored, harami miso skirt steak, garlic shrimp, basil chicken, and some assorted vegetables, including zucchini, white onions, and corn. So what you do here is they bring out all the food and you actually grill up your own food right in front of yourselves and you kind of eat as you go. It's absolutely phenomenal. One thing I really liked about them is every customer that walked in, they would say hello to in Japanese and then goodbye to in Japanese. At first I had no idea what the heck they were screaming. I was like, what is going on around here? (laughs) But then it kind of caught on pretty quickly and then you just made you feel so much more at home with that kind of greeting and send off. Don't forget, though, with every platter, there is a dessert. We actually got the teriyaki ice cream. After all the food we eaten, this is one of those few times where I almost didn't even want to have dessert. But when you're at a cream barbecue and friends in town visiting, you got to go all out. So we had the, the ice cream together, and it was so tasty. Highly recommend checking this place out in downtown Chicago. Another Asian restaurant that I happened to stop into uh, this past two weeks was Uni Sushi. Essentially, Uni Sushi delivers like an elegant yet fun and informal dining experience, which is kind of created around eating traditional Japanese cuisine with like a Thai touch. This is more of a lunch meal for me. I had, uh, was helping a friend move across town and we kind of finished right around like 1130. So we were looking for a place to eat in her new neighborhood, which happens to be like off the Diamond Blue Line stop. So we're walking around, and a couple places are closed, and then we kind of see a place that's open, Uni Sushi, because we wanted to get sushi. So we uh, walk in. We're the only customers in there. The people at the bar kind of look at us as they're prepping the sushi bar, and we just, like, ask we can sit wherever we want. They say, sure, giving us odd looks. But, like, five minutes later, I realized we uh, came in before the restaurant even opened. <laughs> Because they didn't even have a server on staff yet, and I was looking at the menu, it says that the uh, restaurant actually opens at noon, and it was like 11.45 by this time. <laughs> Either way, it was absolutely phenomenal, they did a great job, they had really great food. So for them, they actually had quite a few of their rolls that are their signature rolls, are named after different parts of Chicago. So I actually went with the Cubs roll and the Bulls roll, absolutely tasty. The Cubs roll, it was crunchy roll and shrimp tempura, unagi, mozzarella, asparagus, wasabi mayo, and sweet soy sauce. For the bulls roll, I actually had it with tuna, cucumber, and sesame flour tempura. Both very tasty, very, very good. And my friend actually decided to go with a salad, so it was actually a grilled hanger beef and kimchi salad. So the beef was actually on pokers, so it was grilled up and placed all over the salad. There's actually a huge salad. I was very surprised how much food they gave her. I actually had to help her finish it. But that had the beef, obviously, kimchi, mixed greens, tomato, and cucumber. So tasty. Another fantastic sushi lunch spot. I'll definitely be checking out in the near future. Next up, instead of going Asian, we actually decided to go Italian. Stopped in at Vapiano's. 
Uh, Fat Piano, very interesting place. I've actually never heard of it before. My friend decided to take me there after we had uh, spent some time at the park on uh, one Saturday afternoon. Actually, it was the day of the Kentucky Derby, I'll think about it. But uh, for Fat Pianos, it's like, according to an old Italian proverb, as they call it, if you are an easygoing and relaxed approach to life, you'll live more healthily and longer. And this is exactly the attitude which is lived every day in Vapiano's restaurants, according to them. So you walk in, grab a Vapiano's card, they give it to you right when you walk in, like a little credit card to walk around with, and that can be used to swipe for all your food and drink. So essentially, it's like an open cafeteria where you have different locations where you can go get food. So you stand in different lines, and then you choose what you want to order, pasta, antipasta, salads, etc., and then the chefs actually make it for you right in front of you. So you can tell them exactly what, how you want it, different flavors, things of that nature. It was, it was absolutely phenomenal. Then when you like go out to sit down, it's very comforting, like all wooden benches, tables, ton of fun, fun music going on. And they have like a little bar area, uh, just absolutely incredible. My friend actually got the uh, ravioli with spinach. That was just stellar, absolutely stellar. And I decided to go with the uh, chicken penne. And this had spinach, mango, and tomatoes. So the uh, the chef actually made it right for us, right in front of us. So it's like pretty fun, which really, like really adds to the atmosphere of the actual endeavor for sure. Uh, we'll definitely be going uh, again. And like probably my favorite part was uh, on our way out. They have like a little bowl of gummy bears, so we made sure to grab a few for the road. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Up next, we actually have Bubba's Frozen Custard in Pewaukee. Now, this might seem a little odd for a place I'm going to talk about, but it is one-of-a-kind restaurant up in Pewaukee, which is right outside Milwaukee. And they were, like, founded back in, you know, the 90s, and they serve, like, frozen custard, burgers, things of that nature. But what what they do differently is that their burgers are all kind of based on Wisconsin-themed different aspects. So for me, I was actually up in Milwaukee on a little business trip and I needed to get something quick to eat because I needed to get back to Chicago for work. And I was like, well, you know, when in Rome, well, you know, whatever, when in Milwaukee. <laughs> so I'm at the custard place and I'm ordering burgers. So I'm going to go all out. So I ordered the Cheesehead Burger. This is a third pound burger with bacon, Swiss, and cheese curds directly on the burger. Also comes with ranch dressing, but ranch really isn't my thing. Needless to say, I was in such a food coma after inhaling this thing in about 14 seconds that I couldn't even get any custard afterwards, which is like a must at Bubba's. <laughs> you know, whatever. It's not the healthiest meal in the world, but, you know, gotta go out there and try foods whenever you can, right? Up next is a fantastic restaurant that I've actually eaten at quite a few times. It is Cooper's Hawk. We actually went here for my brother's birthday lunch, or excuse me, birthday dinner after celebrating his birthday at the racetrack in Arlington Heights. So here is actually like a very interesting place. It is essentially like a wine club where they actually brew all their wines in-house and then they pair it with um, kind of like a home-style, fun, exciting mesh of like family-oriented values. Very exciting place. You go there, there's wine tasting, there's different things to buy in the gift store, there's a great bar area, 
You can sign up for their wine club. It's really a ton of fun. It's kind of like going out to Napa Valley in California, but you know, it's it's definitely right here in Chicago, Milwaukee, kind of all these great places around town. But for me, uh, since I'm there, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna try something new and different that I haven't tried before. So what I decided to go with was uh, an appetizer for the table, which was uh, calamari. And so like most calamari, you expect like, you know, like calamari, and then you just like dip in like marinara or like some sort of sauce, and then just good to go. They actually did a huge fun spin on it. This calamari was huge. It was like kind of onion rings shaped sizes, like pretty large, the size of if you put your, you know, forefinger and your thumb together, about that large. And then that was beer battered with a sweet tangy glaze and sprinkled with red peppers and cilantro. Then the dipping sauce was actually a cheddar cheese dipping sauce, which was absolutely fantastic. I ate about half of those, which is probably my problem. <laughs> but I shouldn't have done that. But, you know, when my dinner came, I actually decided to go with the uh, jambalaya. And this was a little bit interesting. I knew I wanted seafood, but I didn't want anything, like, baked or something like that. I wanted some, like, more, more hearty so I can hold me out over after uh, a day at the tracks. And so in this jambalaya, I came with chicken, shrimp, and andouille. And in there was sprinkled onions, tomatoes, peppers, and this was all over jasmine rice. Just absolutely phenomenal meal. Very, you know, seafood-ish. I didn't actually get a chance to try any of the wines because of, uh, you know, we were just driving and coming back from my brother's birthday around the suburbs. But I'm definitely going to go back sometime soon and get a chance to try some of the wines. Up next, we should talk about one of my more favorite restaurants here in town, the Four Star Lounge. <laughs> okay, so at the Four Star, I actually went there for dinner because we were having our podcast launch party that night. So I got there early, and I am absolutely never disappointed by Chef Thomas Ramirez's food. This guy is cordon bleu trained and it is absolutely phenomenal everything he puts together for me i cannot believe that like some of the stuff that he makes is over there but i actually had this uh, amazing chicken prosciutto flatbread just absolutely phenomenal this was grilled chicken breast with prosciutto gouda spinach and all over this little flatbread oh it was just so tasty such a light little affair which was perfect for me like as i was getting ready for the party and then Chef Thomas, knowing it's my party, what a great guy he was, actually brought out a cheesecake with mango uh, seasoning on top. Oh, so tasty. Oh, my God. Let me tell you, that was just the start to an amazing night. We had a bunch of people out to the Four Star Lounge to celebrate our lunch. It was just a great time. Definitely be having more parties in the past. I know I'll be eating here a lot more. We're having another wine and cheese pairing night. And I'm very excited about that next Wednesday. Oh, one last thing before we go. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our, our podcast in iTunes and Google Play Music. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. Those are actually linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, actually, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. 
we'd just like to give a quick shout out to our sponsors for the show. Next Me, an app that promises to take the guesswork out of restaurant waits. For restaurants, adding a party to the app is easier than pen and paper. Easy peasy. For diners, it's simple to see exactly what place they are in line and gives them a close approximate wait time until they are actually seated. Unlike clunky pager systems, NextMe can be downloaded onto cell phones for diners and features an automated system that can be downloaded on either an iPhone or iPad for restaurants. NextMe is taking on the weight of the world. They are the go-to waitlist app for restaurant employees. Check them out at nextmeapp.com. That's N-E-X-T-M-E-A-P-P.com. 